know your time is valuable. Thank you for holding. Someone will be with you as soon as possible. What did we think of this movie? I'm giving this movie a B minus. What? Odin reminds me of a Haitian father. <laughs> this is. It feels like the comic brought to live screen. <laughs> Who's gonna stop you? It's Odin. <laughs> this is. If this is the story they are going for, can we buy a cheap table so I can flip it? <laughs> yeah, like, we will not have it, dog. Hi, right, everybody. We got a curfew. By nine o'clock, you're Odin. Oh, Dang, can you edit that out? And now. This is. Marvelous Friends. Marvelous Friends. Welcome to the Marvelous Friends podcast. <laughs> now listening to Marvelous Friends. Hello and welcome to episode number 75 of the Marvelous Friends podcast. We are four friends with one mission to break down everything MCU. We give you our honest reviews on all of our favorite Marvel movies, characters, and moments. And you never know when these conversations will take a turn because we're all so different and we all share so many different passions when it comes to these characters, and it's always a fun conversation. I'm the host of this awesome podcast, Rob, and I brought a few of my friends with me. This is Rinaldi. Elise. And I'm Fergie. And in this episode, we got comic book movie news coming your way, so stick around. We have some comic book movie news. If you if you're a follower of the MCU and a follower of our podcast, and just you know you love these movies, you love these characters, and you spend any time on social media, you know that news is always coming out, especially with movies that have already been released, movies that are underway, and characters and such and such, and you name it. There's always news about it, and I think it would be cool if in this episode we talk a little bit more about what's going on in the MCU outside of the movies, whether it's pre-production, whether it's uh, characters we can look forward to in future movies and and, and whatever it is. And so I kind of wanted to go around because we spent some time scouring the internet to find some news that's out there. And let me tell you, Spider-Man No Way Home, after that, uh, there's been a whole lot of news with so many different projects. And so, um, Rinaldi, I actually wanted to turn to you. Um, what do you have for comic book movie news? So I got some exciting news for Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, which um, they showed uh, some, a sneak peek of it at the end of Spider-Man No Way Home. So I'm excited to kind of talk about this news because there's going to be a lot of different cameos. Mm that are rumored to uh, uh, happen in the Doctor Strange sequel. Um, So there's rumors that Deadpool... So there's rumors that Deadpool is going to make a cameo, kind of a... kind of maybe something more comedic due to the multiverse nature Mm. Of this uh, film, but that is not confirmed. Those are rumors. Mm-hmm. What is confirmed is that they're going to be introducing two concepts officially into the MCU. The first one is in humans. Oh, so a human in humans was uh, a TV show. Oh boy, that was on ABC, and 
objectively, many people believe the Inhumans television show is the worst um, Marvel television show connected to the MCU ever. Mm. Like hands, I know people talk about Iron Fist, but mm. Inhumans is a lot worse, <laughs> a lot worse than Iron Fist. Um, and but. Kevin Feige wants to redeem this these characters and introduce them through Doctor Strange. And the character that's going to appear in Doctor Strange, and this has been confirmed, mm. is Black Bolt. Oh, wow. Um, who's the leader wow. of the Inhuman uh, Kingdom. Wow. Interesting. Yep. Wow. Dang. And the second well, thing that... The, wow. Aside, real, real, quick, real quick, the second thing that they're introducing is a secret organization uh-huh. called the Illuminati. I knew you were going to uh, say yep. that. Which, oh, in the man. Marvel universe, because I know there's a lot of conspiracy theorists that you know no, talk about the Illuminati, but in Marvel comics, the Illuminati was a secret group of morally ambiguous heroes mm. that secretly met together away from the rest of the superheroes to talk about... Um, Threats that were kind of mysterious and world-consuming. Like, sure. really weird, hard-to-explain threats. Not people like, you know, Loki or whoever. Right. Or, or Killmonger. But, but Galactus like, or, or... People Steven. like Galactus yeah. or the, the Celestials right. from, you know, Eternals. Uh-huh. So, the idea is that Doctor Strange is going to set up in humans and the Illuminati. Oh my gosh! I think that that's a lot to do. I mean, the Illuminati makes sense. I'm I'm aware that Doctor Strange is with that, but mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know enough about the Inhumans, I guess. But that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. Oh and then gosh. you also have again r- rumors that Deadpool yep. is going to show up mm-hmm. in, in, I guess, in a more comedic uh, cameo. Yeah, and. Mm-hmm. Sam Raimi is directing Doctor That's Strange. Right. So Sam Raimi likes to do weird, quirky jokes. <laughs> I mean, when you think about the original Spider-Man, it, you know, I get it, Enrique! Mm-hmm. Anyway, Peter, it was good to see you. It was like, what? This is weird and quirky. So, yeah. But then on top of that, you have Mordo coming back. Yeah. You have the new Young Avenger character, mm-hmm. America, being introduced. Yep. And then you have... An alternate version of Doctor Strange and Wanda and Wong on top of this news. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then I've heard so many other different rumors about this movie. Yeah. Other same. characters appearing. First of all, Black Bolt. That's yeah. crazy. Mm. Yeah. I, I actually like Black Bolt. Um yeah. but man, this movie's gonna be like cameo heavy. Mm-hmm. And then you have yeah. like the variants of Doctor Strange. Yeah. Like, this is going to be another two and a half hour movie. I was about to yeah, say, how long, long is the movie going to be? My thinking is it's going to be as long as No Way Home. Yeah. With all of these different It has to be. You have to, because I feel like this movie is, because I know the rumors are that the next Avengers movie is Secret Wars. Yeah. Which is like this multiversal. Mm-hmm conflict yep. that involves all the avengers mm-hmm. so to set that up you need to introduce the multiverse mm-hmm. and the only times we've 
seen the multiverse is the Disney Plus shows. Right. So this Doctor Strange movie is the first movie to really to get really into get it. into yeah. it. So that's why it's probably going to be like really yeah. long movies. So didn't I say that the Disney Plus shows were warming us up to this? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like that, that was the only function of the Disney Plus shows is to gear us up for something like Doctor Strange, and then Doctor Strange is setting us up for something even crazier. Yeah, and even like the only Disney Plus shows that didn't talk about this is Hawkeye and Falcon. That's it. Oh yeah, true. Because true. Scarlet Witch, uh, WandaVision kind of you know had Easter eggs about it. Yeah, and then Loki directly addressed it, mm-hmm. and then What If kind of had some references, but right. I think um, Doctor Strange doesn't know what Loki did. Right. So I think the movie is going to be him discovering, because he knows something's going on with the multiverse, but he doesn't know what. Right. So I think the movie, Doctor Strange movie, is going to, he's going to figure out, oh, shoot. Like, and I think there, there's rumors that Loki himself is going to be in it. See, I heard that too. Oh. But that hasn't um, been confirmed. Yeah, I, um, I heard... Well, actually, I won't say what I heard because I don't know what Elise has for news. But this, from what I heard, there's so many things happening in this movie. Like, I have a comment on this, which I'm going to bring up later. But that's that's amazing. I, I'm I'm excited for it, man. Um, I mean, I'm already hyped for the movie, but this is uh, this is crazy. Elise, I know your biggest fear with movies is too many characters in a movie how do, you, how do you feel about this news given that that's something you're concerned about in general yeah i always get concerned about it and i <laughs> it's crazy because this yeah i always reference spider-man 3 and it's crazy because now we get the same director piling a whole bunch of people and i'm just like oh no he just spider-man three times five now into this mm-hmm. film so i'm like oh I don't know. So, I mean, but maybe it's fine because, I mean, Sam Raimi, we know he's capable, but I guess it's like what's going on behind the scenes and like what direction is he given on that end. But if if this is really up to him and he and, you know, he's working with this uh, population uh, in this movie, then it might be fine. Uh, But I guess we're not on set, so we don't really know just how much rain he has over it completely. But yeah, I like you said, Rinaldi, I always get, it always makes me tense. Uh, no Way Home did a great job overall. Mm-hmm. So, you know, perhaps they have figured out some sort of, uh, you know, workable formula. But yeah, that mm-hmm. always, I always think about Spider-Man 3 and just like get nervous. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. That's good stuff, man. How about you, Elise? What do you have? Okay. So, yeah. So I, I thought that, uh, Rinaldi was going to share the same thing. Um, but, uh, so yeah, my news is related to his news, but it's something that might not be probable, but it is a disgusting Dr. Strange multiverse of madness. And so this is a really far out there rumor, but, um, this article that I saw on um, comicbookmovie.com is fairly fresh, uh, came out about four hours ago, and it says that supposedly, quote-unquote, that Marvel Studios may have reached out to Ben Affleck 
to be a, a, a variant of Daredevil. And so we already know that Ben Affleck is, you know, he's parting ways with Batman. He's saying one, one last time and then I'm good. So who knows yeah. if we will see him uh, try to get that comic uh, money once again and uh, uh, mm -hmm. do this and be part of Multiverse of Madness. Uh, oh yeah, so... Yeah, because as you crazy. mentioned, Rinaldi, they're doing... It's been noted that they're doing a lot of reshoots to make rooms for these cameos, so it's yeah. it's it's kind of highly unlikely, but it's still probable if this is what's happening in all these cameos. And so he might just be a variant Daredevil, and um, probably throughout the rest of the MCU they'll continue with Charlie Cox. But yeah, that's that's what I saw. So I don't know what you guys think about that. If that were wow. true, they put. They put Affleck, Matt Murdock up in there. Yeah, it's a weird thing because I'm thinking about how like Marvel bought all the Fox characters mm -hmm. um, after they bought Daredevil. So because mm -hmm. Daredevil was with Fox along with X Men and sure. Fantastic Four, mm -hmm. but because um, the Ben Affleck movie didn't make a lot of money, um, Fox gave the character character to Marvel. Yeah. like a long time ago. But they were still holding on to X-Men because Hugh Jackman, yep. that's such a popular character. They were like, oh, we can make money off this guy. Mm -hmm. So it's a weird, it's just weird. It's like, I don't know how to process it. Yeah. Because, because Marvel got Daredevil earlier than the X-Men, they were able to make their own Daredevil that I'm connected to. Mm -hmm. Whereas I'm not connected to Ben Affleck. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. It might be a fun little cameo. Yeah. That's I guess that's what I'm hoping for. I hope mm -hmm. he doesn't have like an actual like costume purpose. Oh no, he's gonna have a purpose, man. I don't know. It if just, he's in the movie, he has a purpose. It yeah, just feels. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I don't know. I, it feels weird. I think it's yeah. cool. How do you feel about that? That's, I feel like I don't know. Um, I actually randomly stumbled onto this Reddit thread um, today, and there was a picture of Robert Pattinson with um, like Daredevil esque glasses and this was from a year ago and the post was like imagine if robert pattinson got to play daredevil he's such a great actor um and then the thread underneath it was like oh but he can't play batman and daredevil and then someone else commented ben affleck entered the chat or whatever um and so it's so funny <laughs> to bring that up elise but i'm here yeah, for it i never really yeah. cared for the ben affleck um daredevil but i feel like he's on this like redemption tour like he's getting a second chance with j-lo and so who knows maybe he deserves another shot at daredevil <laughs> oh my gosh I mean, that whole j-lo thing is another weird thing because it was like wait y'all were together a long time ago yeah now you together again about j-lo <laughs> let me let me get on i'm not gonna get on there <laughs> yeah i'm gonna steer away from that but yeah i mean the the my so the uh article does mention that this is coming from like a really like not that reliable source it's just a word on the street but mm -hmm. you know you never know you yeah. never know yeah no that's uh at least you know what's crazy i um while we were you know rinaldi and i we were hanging out and i was setting up and we were just kind of catching up a little bit and i saw that on twitter mm -hmm. um yep. and and i'm like yo what's what's happening like what's happening with this movie like because I think uh, a part of me wants to see that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. because like, 
before Spider-Man No Way Home, we were like, oh yeah, Andrew Garfield's in the movie. But now we love Andrew Garfield. Mm-hmm. We lo- we're looking forward to the next Spider-Man movie with him in it. Who knows um, what's going to happen if Ben Affleck has a cameo and then he gets like a, 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 rede- a redeemed cameo and, and we end up loving his Daredevil now even though his movie was trash. Right. So huh. I don't know. I'm, I'm here for it. That's, I, I hope that happens. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I actually like the movie. Um, oh boy! <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe when we rewatch and review it, I'll feel differently. Mm-hmm. But from yeah, what I will. remember, I didn't think the movie was great, but I had fun with it. You know, I it was like a popcorn. That's fair. Kind of movie. That's fair. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't think Ben Affleck did bad in the movie. I actually blame the writers more than mm-hmm. than the actors. Anyway, mm-hmm. I just think I'm so connected to Charlie Cox's Daredevil. It's just going to be weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I already have this deep emotion. I guess, I guess this is the one time I feel like you guys with certain people. Because yeah. usually I get on you guys. I'm like, why can't someone else play J. Mm-hmm. Jonah Jameson? Why can't someone else be Wolverine? And maybe with Daredevil, that's how I feel. Like, I can't see anyone other than Charlie Cox. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. Uh, yeah. Well, my my whole thing is, if they really do go in this direction, it sounds like he's just going to be a variant version that they just have here as a cameo like yeah. i'm i'm pretty sure they're definitely gonna continue with charlie cox for sure but i think this is just like their little fun little thing to put in there and i'm okay with that if they really decide to do that i'm cool you know ben mm-hmm. can come come through say hi real quick and then we could just keep <laughs> it pushing with like charlie cox the rest I of the way behind right. that. Yep. who was the guy that was gonna play there's rumors that there was another big time actor that was going to be Jay Jonah, like a younger. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I really? Had, um... My thing with that reminds yeah. me, though, is that there aren't enough actors. You know what I mean? They'd have to get like a fresh face, somebody. Yeah. We're just swapping oh actors at this no, point. Yeah. See, and that's I was saying that. Yeah. My my gripe with Hollywood right now is that we keep like they just have their group and it seems like no one else can get in there. I don't know how. You can get in there, but they're just pulling money, and I'm just like, well, so if, if, y'all um, don't want nobody if else. That, if, that, if that Jonas brother can get in, you know, a Marvel movie, then you know everybody has has grabs. Like, I won't be surprised if Nicolas Cage at some point. Like, I even heard um, this isn't news on on my end, but I even heard like. Uh, Michael B. Jordan talking about finding a way to get Denzel Washington in the MCU. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, part of the whole, and, like, Wakanda stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, that. it's like, it's all up for grabs for all actors. It's just, I agree with Fergie that there's not a lot of actors right now. We got to get to them casting calls, man. I'm going to, I'm going to bring myself over there. You're going to, you're going to, um, you're going to audition it. for J. Jonah Jameson? <laughs> Dag. Well, okay. That's Maybe. exactly what if they, they would they, do, they, though. If they do a gender a gender bent, no, but then that means I would probably that would probably that's a Sony that's not like a Sony idea. I can't work for Sony, not after (laughs) what they did to me. That's true. I can't. (laughs) BJ Novak, dang, 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 dang. Well, wow, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. If this rumor is true, and if Ben Affleck is in the movie as a Daredevil variant. It's going to be a little weird for me because I'm so used to seeing this version of Ben Affleck as Batman. Mm-hmm, yeah. So that's that's the only thing for me. It's going to be weird because he's big. He's got that 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 Batman chin. Like it's <laughs> it's you know. So it's just going to be weird. That's it though. Um, outside of that, I'm here for it. I say let's do it. Like get your money, Ben Affleck. You're you're on this. Uh, 
And it's perfect timing because there's rumors and everything going on the on the DC side mm-hmm. that the Flash movie, like that's his last movie, yeah. Batman. He said he's done. And so he's done. yeah, and so like it only makes sense, you know. So I don't know. I say get your money, bro. According to My Time to Shine Hello, that's a Twitter account, and this guy has a, uh, a Reddit thread and feed and everything. Um, he always talks about upcoming MCU stuff and, and rumors and everything. But according to My Time to Shine Hello, Marvel just started casting for Fantastic Four. Ooh, bro. Okay. I feel like that's been in the works for years. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so this is this is... This tells me that, okay, this is a thing. This is going to happen. Like, Fantastic Four is actually in the process, and there's people are being casted. And, you know, this at least you might be Invisible Woman. Like, I don't know. No, like, I, well, I was thinking can, um, since they had, uh, what was it, um, Things Girlfriend or something like that. Was it that she was black? Alicia Masters. Was, was it Carrie Washington? <laughs> Probably. Was I it? think it was. No, dang, who was it? I'll look it up. Yeah, but anyways, she was black, wasn't she? I could just, yep. I could just do that yeah, one. You could, actually, you, could be, you could be that one. You could be. Uh, you can um, go in as that one. Speaking of Daredevil, she's blind too. <laughs> oh, sure. Right, yo, there it goes. But yeah, Fantastic Four, it's underway. Um, casting's happening. Um, I, I'm, I'm done seeing John Krasinski. I as, know Emily Blunt. <laughs> you know what I mean. I'm done seeing him as um, Reed Richards. Like, yeah, what's gonna happen? Emily Blunt. I read that she doesn't even want to do it, bro. It's a lie. Well, like John Krasinski said. But also, said, what are, what why are not? celebrity standards like? John Andrew Krasinski Garfield, said, bro. Andrew Garfield lied. Yep, straight up lied on TV about being you, in Spider-Man: it. No Way Home. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Like, like when when they say they're not in something or they don't want to be a part of it or they don't want. No, nah, I don't. I don't call yeah, it. Yeah, but John, I don't, I don't John Krasinski that. said, "Why not?" So <laughs> why are they disagreeing? I'm I'm not in their life. I don't know. <laughs> Um, when they, they lie together, that's right. Yeah, I don't know. It's they like would. they don't have to, or <laughs> or they could just be on different pages just to get people like us talking. Uh, uh, I'm so calling that, so it right now. They're it. No one looking. No, I don't want that. In it. You know, I actually but, but like then, the casting for like the first. I mean, Jessica Alba. That was real. That was real. Uh, Wait, I don't know. What? It was weird. That casting was hard. But I'm saying for uh for for Mr. Fantastic though, like he was good. I think he had the look. <laughs> I like the guy. Mm-hmm. He had the look, but he was not a good actor. No. Yeah, <laughs> but if you have someone who kind of like you know, I don't know. I just don't. I just and don't Chris think Chris Evans. I was yeah. just about to say Chris Evans. Yep. Ooh, he was trash in that yep. movie, bro. I'm I, telling you guys, if we he, if he we, went to acting school before he got Captain America. Yeah, if we if we get if we're getting all these variants, I'm pretty sure Chris Evans is coming back as Human Torch. Oh, he could. Yeah, and I mean, not, and by that I don't mean in this movie, but with all these variants, I can see him. And then Michael I can see B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Like oh, I can boy. see these guys coming back as like the Human Torch. Crazy. I'm not here for it, but I can see them doing That's it. That's so weird because to me, he's just he's just Killmonger. In Spider-Man Three, I, I don't know if we covered this in our podcast, but did Eddie Brock know that Peter Parker was Spider-Man? I thought he did. No. Wait, in Spider-Man Three? Yes. Wait. Yeah, he did. He knew. He knew, right? Yeah. So, so, so that was an executive decision to say no. We do not want this Venom in Spider-Man No Way Home. Of course. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I just thought it was funny. I'm like, all these villains, and this Venom was like forgotten about almost. Yeah. Not that I want to see him. I'm just saying I thought it was funny. I th- yeah, I, th- I think it was just because you have Tom Hardy, it's like, nah, we're not going to use Topher Grace. Right. Yeah. Topher Grace? Yeah. I was just about yeah. To- <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So the piece of news that I found is from Twitter, and it stopped me in my tracks because um, I thought it was interesting. And it's discussing film tweeted it. They said, Viacom, CBS, and Warner Media media are looking to sell the CW. The CW reportedly hasn't been profitable since 2006. Damn. <laughs> um, and so it's Wall Street <laughs> Journal article. And I read a little bit. It's like a three-minute read. But basically, it talks about um, the different companies that are exploring um, possibly merging or possibly selling CW and an article. I'm going to quote it now. It says the CW network caters primarily to teens and young adults. People close to the talks said that they are far along and an agreement could be reached soon, though the talks could still be far apart. There are no other interested parties as well, but the discussion with Nextstar are the most advanced, they said. CBS and Warner Media have been exploring strategic options for the CW network for several months. Some of the people involved in the talk said the network isn't profitable as a standalone broadcast entity, but the mm-hmm. content produced for it is a valuable asset for other platforms at the parent companies. And so who knows what this means for, like, you know, Flash, Black Lightning, all those other corny CW shows. Maybe they'll live somewhere else. Maybe they'll just... Mm-hmm stop because i mean yeah they're hurting over there i mean they're about to drop um i think it might be tomorrow or sometime this week they're about to drop that new joint um naomi so um another dc thing so yeah i don't know where what home they gonna have um, Mm -hmm. do you think do you think disney has their eye on that i mean they have disney plus but mm. do the do you think that disney or marvel has their eye at all in on cw probably not i mean probably well, how would that work? Because if Disney, I mean, well, Disney has their hands in everything, but yeah, Disney has all the Marvel stuff. So you mean that they will reco- acquire some DC content too? That'd be kind of <laughs> crazy. Yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah, I think if anything, or based on the article, they might, um, the CW content might go to like HBO Max. That's kind yeah. of what the sense that I got, but I don't know about Disney Plus. Yeah, I don't so think so. This it is a random question: Is CW considered a cable or is that broadcast? The CW. What's the difference? Yeah, broadcast. It's not cable. Broad- no pays for it, right? Yeah, broadcast network. Yeah, it's on. Like, if you have a basic TV, basic television, yeah, it, it's there. Yeah, because I was looking at the ratings for the Flash because that's the most popular CW mm-hmm. um, DC character show. And for a broadcast show, these ratings are like okay. Mm. Yeah, yeah, like they're okay. And this, the Flash is like the best one out of like Arrow, Black Lightning. You know what's crazy? Why why can't Disney or CW get their TV shows right? Uh, I don't know who they're catering to. I think it's just old people at the top being like, "Oh, you should start this," and then they're just primarily driven by money. That's it. Yeah. yeah. They I think they're giving like I mean I was touching on this with you guys past couple weeks but I feel like they're giving us what 
they think we want. Like, so you're onto something for that. It's just like some people that at the top that are just totally out of touch, but they want to like, you know, be able to relate or send a message. That's that was my whole beef with the with the with the black lightning opening. I really feel like it was like huh. someone saying like, hey. You know, Salima Kill being like, hey, son, I want to communicate this to the to the young <laughs> black boys and girls. I need you to rap this song like that's it just I feel like that's mm-hmm. really what it is. They just mm-hmm. I don't know. It's weird. Mm. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Because it depends on what the goals are, I guess, with, with CW, because CW has a very loyal fan base like. Mm-hmm. Cause you know when I have free time, I look I look at like certain um, comic panels from some of my favorite characters, and Green Arrow is like one of my favorite characters. So I looked up some panels of just from like you know very popular Green Arrow comic stories, and then I watched how the show Arrow like did them or like their interpretation, and I was like not happy because. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I looked in the comments, and the comment section was flooded with like, "Oh yeah, yeah this is back when Arrow was like a really good show," mm. and and it was like a scene from like season four, and the comment section was flooded with people commenting and saying this mm. was a cool scene and this is one of their favorite scenes, and and then I you know I go on Reddit, and there's a CW Reddit thread that's just full of people talking about all the different crossovers, so it feels like there's. There's a loyal fan base, yeah, but I don't think CBS has been able to monetize it mm-hmm. in a way that's profitable. Yeah, and so maybe they have to reevaluate. Okay, well, how much money can we make from this? Because mm-hmm. all profit is is based on your own kind of projections, right? It's like okay, we we plan on making this much money, so mm-hmm. we're going to spend this much money. I think the bigger question is: Are they breaking even? I think that's the bigger question for them because it sounds like, based on your article there, Fergie, um, that they're selling it. Like people are looking to buy it, mm-hmm. right? Which means that they're not breaking even. Mm-hmm. But like since two thousand six, what, what yeah. is? But what is their goal though? Like, like I don't know. It's 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 hard to because I feel like it all depends on how much money you want to make. Right, but but a profit like so. Yeah, I was going to say, um, further down in the article, it talks about how um, Warner Brothers um, produces some of the biggest shows at the CW, like Riverdale, for example. And Riverdale was signed over to Netflix. And so they made money through that being on Netflix. But I think just as a standalone show, yes, they have like their loyal fan base, but it's just not enough to keep the whole company going. When you look at like viewership, people are gravitating more to streaming. People aren't watching CW like that. Yeah, like every and year. So, I mean, I wouldn't. And so the money, the money that they're putting into it, they're probably not even getting that back. So no matter what the goal is, if they can't break even... I see. You know what I mean? And so... Yeah, I just feel like because people have so much attention in their attention span... Yeah. You're going to have to, I don't know, maybe get a little bit more creative, which I guess that makes sense, right? Riverdale is partnered with Netflix, so they. So I think you're going to have to get creative like that. Right. Because we're in a landscape where there's a lot of media. Like yeah. A lot mm-hmm. of media. I think it, that's exactly it, Rinaldi. Yeah. Like, 
if you're competing with HBO Max, Hulu, Netflix, you have to step it up or just sell yeah. your different shows to different um I, and I anime is blowing up. Yeah, like I anime think... is mainstream. There's yeah. no dialogue about oh man, people that watch anime are just virgins that live in their mom's basement. No, like <laughs> no, anime every uh, people of all shapes and colors watch anime of mm-hmm. all cultures. Yeah. You know, at least can attest to that. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's kind of crazy if Viacom wants to sell you, they be trying to buy everyone. Yo. <laughs> Yo, Viacom, it's like you had your you won your race years ago. Viacom, just sell your stuff. I think CW it makes sense for CW to absorb with HBO Max. Yeah. If you're asking me. Yeah. Because Agreed. all of the all of the their properties that they're looking for to make a huge profit with, it's all partnered and side by side with every other DC comic you know, DC content right. that's on HBO Max. And yeah. so and HBO Max has great content. Like yeah. mm-hmm. a lot of great movies. I don't know. Top tier T V shows. Did we watch what about T V shows? Did we watch some T V shows for I mean, you? You got the Sopranos, you got the Wire, you got Game of yeah. Thrones, yep. like Enough West said. World. look at that. Westworld, yep, yeah. See? So HBO Max is your best bet. And Luther, if, right? Yep, my uh, boy Luther. I, I was about to say that. Yep. Yep. So you, that's your best bet if you're HBO, if you're CW is to absorb with the larger company like HBO Max, who's already Warner Brothers. So like, just do that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the content's already there. Like, um, did they put Superman and Lois there? Like, whatever that that new Superman they got. Superman they have and Lois. Some, I I feel like at I've HBO seen that. I can check. Yeah, well, even if they don't have that, but y'all know how I've been torturing myself watching Batwoman. <laughs> Batwoman's already on there. <laughs> so, like, just yeah. go all the way and just pick it up. I mean, I know some. Of the, yeah. it's kind of split where uh, a lot of it's on Netflix and then some of it's on HBO. But, yeah, yeah I think Superman HBO Lois is there. Yeah, it's there now. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, all right, it's already starting. You know, you can stream some of that stuff. It's just like, yeah, I think y'all should just fully acquire it. And mm-hmm. um, but yeah, but there's something happening too where Netflix has some of it too. Because um, a show that I started recently that I actually like pretty well, I started watching All American, and that's mm-hmm. a CW show, but it's also on Netflix right now. So I don't know between Netflix or HBO, I'm not sure how they're gonna work that out. But I think HBO Max should be the place to house the CW stuff. Yeah, you got to funnel that thing. Just sell it off to Netflix or have HBO Max absorb it. That makes sense to me. I can also tell that we really want to talk about DC, (laughs) especially with this. I just find it interesting that the shows are just not working, especially on Disney+. Plus. Like, Mm. I'm sure it's making a lot of money and there's, you know, viewership and all that stuff. Yeah, I think with Disney+, Plus, it's a different situation because I feel like... I don't know what they want. Like, I feel like with CW, it's easier to understand. It's like, okay, we want to monetize our loyal fan base. Yeah. But I think with Disney Plus, I don't know what their target cares about. Yeah, yeah. What's the target? Who cares about these shows passionately? I like, I feel like Hawkeye was the show that was the most consistent. Mm-hmm. Like, every episode, I think we all pretty much said, okay, this is okay. Yeah. Well, except Rob, but yeah, the three sure. of us we were like, okay, this is this is okay, but it's kind of Disney I like Channel. That I'm like the 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 catalyst in in most of these things, like that, except <laughs> Rob. I mean, you gave it a D plus. Like, we, we, we gave it a passing grade. The rest <laughs> of us, but I feel like we. I think the three of us. I could be wrong. Gave it a passing grade, like a C ish grade, mm-hmm. because no episode was like 
trash. It was just like, oh, this was okay. Yeah. Oh, this was okay. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Marvel fans, like people that love everything Marvel does, they're not too critical of Marvel. Yeah. Yep. They thought they were like, yo, this is great. Yeah, because true. it was just consistent. Mm-hmm. It was a smooth. It wasn't like Falcon Winter Soldier, where it was like one episode was good, and then next another, one was yeah. bad. Good, you know. So Except for Fergie, yeah, she thought it was all bad. Yeah, but so yeah. Yeah, exactly. we can keep doing this. We can keep doing that. Like except for this person, except for Elise. Yep, you're right. You're right. You stick out more though. But I do right. stick out more. You're yes. right. Fergie I, I'm was very like vocal. trash with Falcon. Yeah, I'm very but, vocal um, with how I feel. But um, I feel like. Maybe it depends on the Disney Plus show. Sure. It depends. Like, Hawkeye was, like, well-received. Yep. Falcon, Winter Soldier was kind of mixed. Like, eh, I don't uh-huh. know. And then Loki just has a bunch of fangirls. So, yeah. <laughs> it depends. So, speaking of fangirls, I have some news. Uh-oh. Um, Fangirl think, news, Rob? What on earth? Well, you guys are going to know exactly what I'm talking about when I announce this news. I don't know the source exactly, but this was on Instagram. It's a page I follow. Um... MCU coverage, and turns out Venom, Let There Be Carnage, is returning to movie theaters on January 14th. Oh, they're going to put it back in the theaters for people to buy tickets and sit there and watch. Yep. Once Mm -hmm. again. Hey, Once again, them Venom fangirls are gonna oh, go and see it again, my. and that's why I said fangirls because that's what it's there for. They're gonna go, they're gonna go see that joint again. Yeah, they're like, oh my god, Venom is so they're, cute. They're, wait, Fergie, we can't hear you. <laughs> she looked like she was talking mad trash too. <laughs> Yo, you were talking mad trash, <laughs> talking trash. These fangirls, they've been summoned. The Uh-oh. Venom fangirls. Uh oh. Okay, sorry, Fergie, you were talking a lot of trash. Uh, go for it. The floor is yours. I was banging my fist on the counter. And I was saying, Let There Be Carnage isn't even the best Tom Hardy movie. Like, what are you doing with your life, bro? <laughs> right. <laughs> if you want to put, yo, you, you might as well just, like, put back Dark Knight Rises or something. Put that back on there. Yo, seriously. <laughs> Time to tussle. Yeah, like, out of all the Tom Hardy movies, that's the one that you put Bruh. up. Not Dunkirk. You don't put up Dunkirk. You know? I would, yeah. I would even you rather watch. Y'all ever seen carnage? The Revenant? That movie was yes. interesting, and even I would rather yes. watch The Revenant again. Yes. Like it's just yes, that movie was something else. But it doesn't make sense too, because I'm like, his shirt isn't even off. He's not funny. He's like just average. So I'm like, I can't compute what fangirls are watching in this. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. Yeah, I was reading comments about how um, when Venom in Eddie Brock, uh, air quotes, broke up. <laughs> they ceased uh, to be a partnership. It was so stupid. And Fangirl's like, oh my gosh, this is so sad. Like, Venom like left Eddie. Like, how are they going to come back together? And- Can we talk about the reason why they broke up? <laughs> it was like... The, okay. Wait, what was the reason? I completely forgot. It, it was He wasn't feeding him chicken. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It was so stupid. Wait, Elise, didn't you show me the panels from that comic where it was like a philosophical difference about violence? Like the symbiote wanted to be extra violent and and Eddie Brock is Catholic. So he was like kind of conflicted about it. Yeah, he left left the, the priest alive because, yeah, and stuff. But he... So he was, yeah, I guess he was trying to learn more about, like, the concept of, like, care, compassion, and love, and stuff like that. But he, something about him, like, like, injuring the the priest, but that he left him, he left him alive because Eddie, like, 
you know, like the priest or was a mentor to him or something. I don't know. I, I can't completely remember it. I think it's because he's But yeah, there was something about it. Like, that made more sense. Like, he's... It was one of those, like, fish-out-of-water things he's trying to understand so that they can be more, like, in sync. But, you know, I don't know. There was just more to it. Like, that's the route I feel yeah, like they should have more... taken as opposed to, like... Oh man, you won't give me no chicken. Okay, you don't care about me. All right, like so it, was, it was so dumb because Eddie was like, "You're just gonna have to eat chocolate, and that's it." Because if you kill too many like gangsters, it's gonna draw more attention from the FBI. But I'm like, but that's why the symbiote said, "Hey, can you just give me more chicken?" Now, to be fair to Eddie, it's hard to get chicken. Like live chickens, but you could do it. You can go to a farmstead and buy them. Mm -hmm. It's not convenient, but if you have an alien monster attached to your spine, like you got to make it work. Like it, like the symbiote was willing to compromise. Yeah. So I don't know. It was a dumb. It was like it was dumber than arguments in soap operas. Yeah. (laughs) I think there's two reasons why this is happening. One, they're trying to capitalize as much as they can on Spider-Man No Way Home. That's the first thing that they're doing. Yep. The second thing is, do we know how much is made? Oh, uh, look it up. That's a great question. Looking it up? Ooh, I wonder if the number is going to be like... Yeah, I'm, I'm really curious. Low. I'm curious because this could literally just be another cash grab and they, they were successful before and they could be successful again. But this made $500 million. Five hundred million, and they and the budget is only a hundred and hundred and so twenty so, million. So they so they profited off. Yeah, this. they profited, they, especially so, during COVID. So they don't even need to do this. They're doing this because Spider Man No Way Home. They want to see if they can rake in some more. Yeah, I have um, I have a somewhat out there theory, but who knows? I feel like they they are scared about the success of Morbius, and so if that. Well, if that oh. fails, they got some extra income off of this Venom movie that they know has been quite successful. That's my, like, Yo. out there theory that, like, they're just like, you know what? In case Mo- Morbius flops, let's just try to get some, generate some more income with Venom. And then we Dang. won't feel so bad if people, that's like, sharp. just... <laughs> that is sharp. Wow. So, guys, do you want to hear something crazy that's going to make you, like, oh, no. super discouraged? What? Guess what movie Venom Let There Be Carnage made more money than? Oh, oh boy. Oh boy. Oh no. Don't say. Which one? Please don't say that. That would be one? No way. Shang-Chi. It made more money than Shang-Chi. Dog. You know what? I don't want to. Shang-Chi made 430 million. Maybe I don't need to be on this earth anymore. Budget. What on earth? Like, <laughs> what and, their, and their budget the was Jesus, almost please. two times what? Venom Let There Be Carnage. Almost two times as much. They don't even so make it didn't, any it didn't sense. Profit. That what? I, I that was one understand. of the best like, like Marvel things that came out last year. I think there are people that like these men- Venom movies because they're popcorn movies, just like the old Transformers movies. I can't even enjoy and my popcorn. And watching but the Transformers this thing. movies are good. But 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 Shang Chi yeah, was right. entertaining what? too. Like None them, of those them fight scenes. No no no, no 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 no. That first and second one was really good. Sorry, Elise, you were saying. Okay, the first one I'll give you. Yeah, what were you saying, Elise? No, but, well, because I know I was responding to what Rinaldi said about like 
Venom being like a popcorn flick. And I'm just like, well, you can enjoy your popcorn for Shang-Chi too. Like, I mean, it was a lot of action scenes and you saw the stunts and everything. Like, yeah. But that, I feel like that's a thinking, that's more of a thinking movie. No, it's not. I'm saying compared to Let There Be Carnage, where oh, you gotta definitely. turn your brain uh, off well, yes, to, uh, to enjoy it. But, but you could turn your brain off to Shang-Chi and enjoy that too. Now, I you don't, don't have to think much. I don't true. think that's the casual true. movie it's fans. It's a good standalone movie. I don't, th- I don't think the casual movie fan looks at it that way. I, I think the I don't, think, I don't think that's what happened with this with Shang Chi. Venom, yeah, and they're like, oh yeah, that guy that can do all the cool stuff. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't yeah, think that's. What, I don't think that's what happened. You know, what? I can Shang-Chi, bring my mom to that? a Shang Chi movie. I can't bring her to a Carnage movie. Like she's not going to pay attention to it. Yeah. So here's what I think. What you're talking about there, Rinaldi, about Shang Chi? Because that's I'm still blown away that Shang Chi didn't break five five hundred million. Nobody knows Shang Chi, and it wasn't yeah. even promoted like that. Yeah, that's really what it was. Yeah. Venom, everybody knows Venom, and yep. everybody knows Tom Hardy. So I think that's what brought it to five hundred million is is the promotion behind Let There Be Carnage. Yeah, and then you had Woody was... Harrelson. Like, yeah, that's true. A like, lot of people were curious if he was going to be good as Carnage. Oh my god, emotional damage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> emotional damage. <laughs> um, well, to be fair, like. Shang-Chi is hugely popular. Sure. Like, yeah. I feel like a lot of people caught it on Disney Plus. Yeah. Because of, you know, COVID and hey, I don't know this character. Yep. But if you go online, a lot of people say have positive things to say about Shang-Chi. Right. Venom let there be carnage. You either got people that just want to turn their brain off and and goof around. Right. And fangirls. That's it. You don't have right. regular people like, yo, this movie was dope. This right. Was great. But it all boils down to marketing. Yeah, that's that's, true. that's really yeah. what you just read was the result of marketing. Shang Chi, when that came out, that was not marketed, especially mm-hmm. between Shang Chi and Eternals. Eternals yeah. got more marketing than Shang Chi. Yeah, it did. Yeah, you're right. And so I think between the two movies, which one's the better movie? Shang Chi, clearly. But yeah, which Eternals, one was marketed uh, better? Eternals made less than Shang Chi. See? Yeah. So so. I think between Shang-Chi and this movie, which one's the better movie? Shang-Chi. Which one was marketed better? Venom. Or I don't even say if that was better. It was just marketed. Cause, mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Shang-Chi came and went. There was a lot of went. advertisements. Yeah, Shang-Chi came and went, and it wasn't really advertised like that. Nah. Which is unfair. No, nah, uh, I'm with you guys. Like I said, mm. I said, yo, guys, you, you want to hear something that's going to make you, make you upset? Yeah, that's so, all, yeah, I'm upset, man. <laughs> I'm upset. Like Drake, I'm You're upset. Welcome. Uh, I'm upset! <laughs> What do you got there, Rinaldi? Oh, so this is going to be another thing that's going to make you... I, I don't know if it's going to make you You're just trying to make us upset, man. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to make you laugh or make you upset, but oh, here, here we go. This is going to be quick. None, none too crazy. Okay. So this is on ScreenRant.com. Oh, can we talk about ScreenRant real quick? Yeah, what's up? ScreenRant's... <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, what's up? ScreenRant's not that reliable, but... I know. Okay. Oh, good, 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 good. Yeah. Oh, this is, this is even better. Go ahead. Yeah. But I mean, this 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 was well. This was confirmed. But okay, okay. I'm just saying, screaming scream has a yeah. reputation. That's it what I'm saying. A, yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um. So, man, how do I say this? 
So this is about Echo, the new Disney Plus series. Okay. That was based off the character that was in Hawkeye, who mm-hmm. is deaf and a skilled martial artist. Okay. Um, so there's news about um, kind of the writing team. Oh, no. And this writing team is like the best of the best. Okay. Um, so you have people, uh, let's see here. So on this writing team, you have people that uh, worked on Better Call Saul. Um, supernatural, hmm. um, but there's uh, two new additions to the writing team for Echo. Okay, that are from Marvel Netflix series, of course. Uh, so the first edition is uh, Ken Christensen. Um, so he was a writer on The Punisher. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. Um, Beautiful. Yep, yep. And he actually wrote my second favorite episode of The Punisher. So. Okay. And then the writer for the other the other writer is Dara Resnick, who was the writer on Daredevil, mm. and he wrote two season three episodes of Daredevil, and I loved season three of Daredevil. Wow! So the question is, and hopefully you guys don't laugh, is do you think this writing team can overcome <laughs> the influence of Disney Plus? Nope. Oh because this, this is an nope. all-star writing team. Oh, Disney's no. that has Disney's proven serious, to be quite... serious shows, bloody shows. Like, mm. like Better Call Saul got blood in it, Bruh, But, but okay, all right. I don't know. Disney seems a little <laughs> strong, and here's why I'm saying that. Right. So you know, as we've been watching Daredevil, right? I was just like. Mm. I loved it. And then in the back of my head, I just, I just kept shaking my head. Like, Oh my gosh, this is not for Disney plus. I just kept like yeah. saying like, wow, I can't believe it. Cause it, you know, you, you guys know how it is. So I'm just like, I don't know. But then Kingpin showed up on Hawkeye and it was like, Oh man, like how, how did mm-hmm. Wilson Fisk, Wilson Fisk become this. Yep. So that's I mean, why he, he, I'm he getting, tried. you know, I just, I don't know, man. Maybe I got to have more faith. At least but... he gave it his all. He gave it his all. He was trying. He was trying to fight the influence of Disney Plus. Dude, if Wilson Fisk, if Vincent let me, D'Onofrio, let me, Vincent D'Onofrio, if Vincent D'Onofrio, the Vincent D'Onofrio, yes. who is the only Wilson Fisk I recognize, yes, if he cannot overcome Disney I I feel very wary with this writing team. See, and this is why I don't like being right. Because every time I'm right, it's with depressing stuff like this. I'm never right with like the you write with the happy stuff. Yes, yeah. I'm right with when it's like sad stuff like this. Because we're gonna get Hugh Jackman. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna be Wolverine. Yeah. And I'm excited about that. But the writing team with this are coming from shows that like you really enjoyed. Yeah. And they're coming over to what? Disney Plus? Yeah. I mean, this is like the best of the best. I mean, I never saw Supernatural, but everyone I know that watched yeah, it. Yeah, it's a solid show. Yeah, yeah no, it's it pretty good. It's show. pretty good. No, but and there's blood in it, no, right? I hear what there's you're saying, Rinaldi, and, and I'm I'm with you, but the thing is, is that like I feel like those shows that you mentioned where these writers came from, like it was bomb because they had probably more free reign. Disney Plus really has been trying so hard to keep it relatively, like, safe for the kids. And that's my concern. Like, if they're they're put in that boundary, 
that's where I'm getting afraid. I'm like, can they really? Because without restriction and being able to like tell your story however you want, like, of course, you, you're going to have a boss story. But with these, I don't know, with, with what Disney got going on, they They're might be, be their creativity yep. might be muted. Mm hmm. Yeah, and that's the thing, because I think right now, I think, and I said this earlier in our conversation, I feel like Disney Plus is hit or miss. And I'm talking about the general audience, not mm -hmm. us. I think with us, it's just kind of like misses. But <laughs> Many misses. the general audience, it's like up and down. Yeah. Like, it's like, okay, WandaVision was great. Falcon, eh. You know, Hawkeye was great. Loki, eh. Hmm. Except the end part where everyone was like, oh, it's Kang. Like, yeah. So it's just up and down. There's like no consistency. Yep. And that's with the general audience. With us, we're, we were more critical. Yes. Like all four of us. So yep. Because we actually watch TV shows. <laughs> that's that's really like what it is. like this writing team wrote for actual yes. television shows. Yes. <laughs> and I think, I think they're going to get paid double for half the work. I think that's oh, what's going to yeah. happen. Especially that Better Call Saul, right? You know how detailed Better Call oh, Saul is? Oh, I know. Is? I haven't even watched Better Call Saul. I know. Because it's a spinoff of Breaking Bad. Yep. And that was detailed. Mm -hmm. Right. So this dude is like, yo, I could kind of spend a little bit more time with my kids, have a little more fun. I got a question. <laughs> yeah, so you see now, Rinaldi? So it's like, yeah, you going from com complex writing to like now you just got to do ABC. Like... <laughs> work mm -hmm. like come on i don't and know then this happened and then yep. this happened and then and then, <laughs> and then I, I have i have a question <laughs> i have a question okay yeah. with with this topic of writers coming over to disney plus if the writers of game of thrones came to disney plus oh boy what do you think is happening oh boy wait what show would they be doing uh does it matter well, maybe if they did like a magical wait, who's a who, which, which like if they did a uh, Moon Knight? Maybe, Fergie, you you watched Fergie, you've watched Game of Thrones. This is more uh, this is more up your alley. What do you think is happening? Kissing scenes and light action. Yeah, if the writers of Game of a show called a show like Game of Thrones, the writers on that show come over to Disney Plus to do any Disney Plus Marvel show, doesn't matter. They can't. There's not nothing. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. nothing. Nothing like, will happen. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing's going like, to happen. You would have an adventure story, maybe, yeah. but like even the the movies or the shows that are on Netflix aren't like detail oriented. It's very like popcorn flicks, like Rinaldi um, mentions. Like it's for casual viewers, casual watchers, people who don't invest in TV shows and look look for you know action and deep storytelling and intricate characters it's very like basic could it could it be um better incrementally no like oh this is at least this is better than loki no 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 no, no. see we can't operate like that though yeah. at least this is better cuz this that's a very low bar at least this is better than loki i will say this though the only way that they could produce a show of interest intrigue is if they model it after wandavision yeah. i think that's their standard for disney okay. plus if you can create more immersive shows like this then you're you're walking away with some money yeah. but they just after wandavision they haven't seemed to yeah. find their footing in any mm -hmm. other type of 
genre or like it it seems to me like they don't understand streaming i think i yeah. think moon knight will be a great measure on where disney plus shows are going yeah that will tell us how these writers th- these writers are working on what show Echo. Echo. That will tell us how Echo's going to go. Mm. That makes sense. I think um, if Moon Knight could model WandaVision by putting us in the shoes of Mark... Uh, crap. What was his last name? Oh. Spectre. Spectre. Yep. Spectre. If we're mm-hmm. in Mark Spectre's shoes mm-hmm. and all the psychological trauma he's dealing with, because I think WandaVision did a good job of making us feel the trauma mm-hmm. that wanda was feeling mm-hmm. so if they could do that yeah then they might be able to do something successful i mean obviously it would be limited right because we aren't gonna see no blood mm. but it, it will it'll be a positive step i want to see something crazy and psycho and yeah. you have oscar isaac like yes like He's you, a great actor you you have you have the tools at your disposal already. It's it's just set up for success. That will be a good measure on how Echo will do. If this show is not good, Echo, I don't have I mean, any I'm faith gonna in these writers. I'm going to feel sorry for Oscar Isaac because he already got screwed over by Disney once. Yeah, true. Star Wars. Now he's going he gonna to have to go through that again. Yo, they better get it right. Yeah. Because this man might he must get be upset. getting paid because I don't understand. Mm. True. How do you, true. <laughs> why do you sign up for abuse twice? Dang. I mean, he might have Especially faith. Vincent D'Onofrio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wasn't there an article? Did you guys read that article where he explained why he did what he did in Hawkeye or kind of like how he had to work with the writers? I didn't read that, no, mm-hmm. but I did hear a little bit of yeah, it. Yeah, I heard a little bit of it. And I guess from what I've heard, I didn't actually read it. It seemed like Vincent D'Onofrio was focusing on Kingpin's demeanor. Mm-hmm. And I think he nailed that because you even yeah. said like the lip quiver, that, that was bishop, yeah, the bishop, yeah, the bishop, the yeah. bishop woman. Yeah, I think yeah. he was fixated on that, and I think based on what I heard, he kind of just accepted that. Okay, like I'm gonna have limitations. Yep. But let me get what I'm doing right. Let yeah. me get that right. Yep. Let me control mm-hmm. what yeah. I can control. Mm-hmm. And I think on that s- spectrum. Oh yeah, he did. He was successful. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so th- that that was, I guess, my interpretation. And I, I'll, I'll go back and read it, but that was my interpretation of like how he felt. Yeah, we got a lot of things happening in the MCU. Please stay tuned for more episodes and more reviews and more news coming your way. Thank you guys for listening. Well, that's our discussion. Uh, Let us know what you think of everything we talked about in this episode. You can write to us by emailing MarvelousFriendsPod at gmail.com. You can also call and leave us a voicemail. That number is 617-299-6644. Let us know about everything that you've heard in this episode. Or if you want to say hi to us, that's fine too. Marvelous Friends is available on Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. To our Apple Podcast listeners, write us a review and let us know your thoughts. For more fun, unexpected, and low-key ratchet Marvel content, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Marvelous underscore pod. You can also like Marvelous Friends Pod on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can get updates on all our latest uploads and behind-the-scene content. Links to all of these platforms and more are in the show notes of this episode below. This is is the Marvelous Friends Podcast.
can we talk about screen rant real quick? Yeah, what's up? 